What's up, everybody? This is the Man of Steel, Mike Verna, and you are listening to the Three Count. Welcome, everybody, to another great edition of the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering the Ring. I am your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller. That's right, the man that leads you up this mountain called wrestling. But like every good Sherpa, which you will address me as, you need to have someone who's been there, done that, and can do it more efficiently than you can. So it's never about me. It's about who's entering the ring today. And today, he comes to us from 1CW, Rampage Pro Wrestling, ECWA, LCW, and Eastern Shore Pro Wrestling. He is the African bulldozer, Tiberius Asante. All right, all right. What's going on? What's going on? Not much, man. We're going to be open and transparent right off the jump. I met Tiberius because he put me through the mat, like, in a rumble. Like, it, it happened. <laughs> and, you know, what goes up has to come down, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and in the most violent way possible. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> it was funny, though, was because, tough. like, I was watching everybody, like, run through it right and i was like yo it's gonna be so funny if everybody just sees me walk up and try to choke slam this man and yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it did there. like <laughs> like inside i was like wanted to laugh so hard <laughs> <laughs> well it is i was telling the story back to everybody and i was like because like you know because like people do it all the time where they do like to choke some spot but it's like it's the eyes that like get everybody because like you know you could you could look like you know like sugar like shane you know when he was a hurricane and he was like and he's just like looking tough and then there's that moment where he just realizes like things aren't gonna happen and i just wanted to portray that as much as possible so when i was like like (laughs) (laughs) that That looked very (laughs) bad Man, I wanted to die so bad inside. <laughs> it was a guilt was feeling good. that you're just like, mm-hmm. I just remember like doing it and looking and then just pointing at you. It was like, yeah, let's just get this over with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So talk to us, man. I need to know right off the jump, who is Tiberius Asante? Tiberius is, I would say it's a very amped up version of me. You know, like, uh, just a lot of that. I use a lot of the anger that I hold. I mean, it's control. I ain't trying to hurt nobody. But that's where that character comes from. It's a manifestation of my anger into a persona. You know, being that guy, you know, the bulldozer, a beast, you know, to move fast, but it's still a big dude. Yeah, and it's funny, though, man, because, like, you come walking in, and you're like, you're a presence. Like, people have to look at you because you're just, you look up and then you just see, like, you have, like, this demeanor on and people are just like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, then people come and talk to you and they're like, oh, okay, he's he's nice. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, the, it's, it's the face of don't mess with me. You know, I'm here to handle business. And then I go back. It's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just walk around, you're just like, hey, yo, I'm the epitome of fuck around and find out what's about to happen. <laughs> yeah, there 
There you go. There you go. That's, that's, that's the best. <laughs> <laughs> Bet. Well, how did you get into the sport? Um, man, so, all right, so I moved down into Delaware from Baltimore in 2008, and I went to school with a buddy, and he was like, hey, man, like, we was talking about wrestling, just random conversation, and he was like, man, my boy has a wrestling ring in the garage. I was like, like a real ring? And he's like, yeah, so I went there, and they already had some training, so I learned off them, and then, uh, the, one of the, one of the guys that was doing a promotion told the Briscoes that we had a ring. They made a deal with us to give us a train until they could the ring. So that's how I got into that. That's huh. awesome. And then I, uh, yeah, so officially go pro was when I think it was like 2015 or 14 to officially go pro. But I've been doing backyard stuff since like 2010. <laughs> That's no. fun. I feel like, you know, I know like a lot of people talk about it. Like that's like the, you don't talk about that moment. Like that mark. Yeah. You're just like, don't, you don't ever tell anybody you were back. But we all were there, man. Like we Everybody all ran. Something. You were either wrestling in the basement, outside at the park, you know, everyone was a kid. Right. Some, we didn't look to do that slam. <laughs> some people you know on this podcast not saying me personally used to do it in a baseball field and jump off of cages and stuff and pretend it was a fence like oh, we man. all we all did it <laughs> everybody did but uh um, <laughs> oh yeah definitely definitely <laughs> uh one of the things i was gonna ask man like so you're you're a big guy but you probably have one of these, so I need to know, man. Like, what's been like one of the worst bumps you've taken? Worst bump for me was actually, uh, I'm taking a hurricane, and some reason my brain did not cooperate with my body. And when I went to do the actual flip over, somehow I landed on my shoulder and had to have reconstruction on my shoulder. Oh. So that was the worst bump ever. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. <laughs> That's just happened, people. <laughs> that's oh, that's rough. That's rough, especially yeah. if you you know, like you're kind of like stuck in the air, and you're like, oh, this isn't gonna end well. <laughs> yeah, that's what I had. I was like, oh no. <laughs> I I was just in. I was at training today, and we were teaching. Uh, we were teaching how to like Germans and take them right. And uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> one of the one of the kids, he's a smaller guy, and I told him, I was like, listen. This is the only place that you're going to be throwing Germans in because you're five seven and you're 110 pounds. And realistically, if we're suspending belief, they got to get some momentum behind us to be able to throw this. Because the guy he's throwing is like 300 pounds. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> it's God. not going to happen. But up with him. <laughs> but like, but he he you know he threw it right. And he did it well. And like, he did everything properly, like turned his face and just let it go. But then he's like, I was like, all right, cool. You, you got that well with him. Now, you know, try it with me because I'm obviously, I'm like 200 pounds. I'm like, you know, I should be a lot lighter. So you don't have to worry about throwing as much force and I'll help you out with it. Right. And then he was like, all right, cool. And then like, for some reason he freaked out as he's throwing the German and, you know, just all shoulder, shoulder and neck just into the ground. I was like, you dick. (laughs) Oh, man, yeah. (laughs) 
that's fucked. Oh, I was like, man. and I was like, how did you land? I was like, how did you land a perfect flat back with him, and then fuck it up with me? <laughs> yeah, someone lighter. Oh man, <laughs> I was like, I whatever. <laughs> I was like, and the fact that I land, like, the weird thing was, is I landed like shoulder spiked in, and my neck was turned sideways, like my neck was face. I was like, how did this happen? And he was like, oh. that tomorrow. I was like, I'm, so, was like, I'm so sorry. Oh no, I feel it now. I'm listen, 36 year old man. Like, pain feels different. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 32, and everything. yeah, I, I feel you. <laughs> so yeah. go for like worst bumps, man. Let's talk about like the hardest hit. Like, who's who's been the one that hits you the hardest? Uh, I would say Mark Haro, Mr. Haro, man, no chops. <laughs> His stops are vicious. I mean, I take them, but they, you definitely feel them. Yeah. <laughs> so being that you've been uh, in the sport for a while and you've kind of been traveling around, I'm just curious, like, do you have, like, a post-match meal or a post-match snack that you have to have after a show? Uh, well, a lot of that carries over from me doing a lot of bodybuilding, so I kind of keep it, like, uh, pretty well. Usually when I wrestle on a Saturday, it's usually like a cheat meal. So I'll try to go somewhere and go all out, like you know, wings, some chicken breast, some potatoes, something, something to drink, you know. <laughs> nice. I like it. I like it a lot. I know, like for for me, I feel like sheets or wawas has to be like the move. Like, oh yeah, mine like, was just like, like Applebee's was one of them. Like everybody would just go to Applebee's together or Denny's. Okay. I could definitely go for a good eggs over my hammy right now. That definitely yeah. would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, then, man. So seeing, like, also, you know, just like, like we've been talking, like, you know, you've been in for a little while. I'm just curious, like, what's been, like, one of the hardest lessons you've had to learn? Uh, the hardest lesson I learned is, like, no matter where you go, you always got to pay your dues, you know, at first, you know. When you get in, like when you first get into it, you're like, oh, you know, I'm getting this company, so I know wherever I go, I'll be able to. But not, it's like you got to pay your dues, you got to help put the ring up, you got to do all, all that. Even though I've been putting the rings up since I was little, it's just like I used to be like, why do I got to? Yeah. And then you just do it, you know. Yeah. It's okay. I, I I like that you brought that up, right? It's weird because like. I have a few friends who've kind of like gone through that whole thing as well, right? And then recently, like I found myself like in the same thought process. And like the moment that I the words left my mouth, I like checked everything out, right? So I was sitting here and I was thinking, I was like, yo, I gotta go up and work at a company and I'm just like I'm gonna go help tear down the ring and then like just stand and do security. I was like, I don't I don't want to do that. And I was like, but I do that everywhere else. I was like, and I looked at myself and I had to look in the mirror. And I was like, who the fuck are you? I was like, yo, get this yeah, shit together. Exactly. You got to check yourself, you know? Yeah. But, uh, humble yourself is what I call it. Yeah. And that's, and you know, I, it's funny because like, I always like talk about it. Like when I'm at the gym or something, I'm working out with some people and they're always like, oh man, I was, I bench pressed 315 last week. I was like, cool. Well, the gym is meant to humble you. And that's kind of how I feel about wrestling. Like, wrestling is just meant there to humble you and like to keep you grounded and stuff and like you said like everywhere you go like you're always going to be paying dues and paying respects and paying you know 
paying to play essentially and I was like damn I was like the moment that I started I was like uh nope that's gotta be done <laughs> so that's dead you gotta register. it's gotta register and click or it's just not gonna work right yeah i was like man the chin check i had to put on me immediately i was like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we ain't running that that game ain't happening what's up um, uh, not you in the big leagues not you in the big league. right i mean well like even those guys right like i hear about it like with with guys like seth rollins and becky right and roman oh, yeah. like they always go around they, they may not be able to go put the ring together because obviously they have like a ring crew but the but they're always there like helping and talking to those guys and like trying to help out where they can or like I, I've even heard like some of the wrestlers go get coffee for like the the other like crew members and stuff like that I'm like yo so they you yeah. know they're always like staying humble to their roots so I was like yeah I gotta I was like you know they do it I gotta do it too I was like that's crazy I'm just like yeah, this that's it, man. everyone everyone's done it you know favorite wrestlers done it. the ones that came before them have done it. right uh, you're right, man. Um, so what kind of advice would you give to up-and-coming wrestlers? The best advice I can give you is you have opportunity to hop in a car with somebody and travel to a show, do it, and bring your gear. You never know what can happen. Opportunities happen all the time. And I'm, that's the best advice I got from the Briscoes. They told me, get on the road, do some shows. That's how you will get it. I do. I, I like that too. That's like the number one thing I do. Like my friends and I, we go and travel everywhere and we know the show's going on and either we know that there might be a rumble going on or, you know, we have to work security or we're going to just not even get on a card at all. I was like, but we That's go cool. there, we get seen. Yeah. It's the networking, you know, you're establishing it. Oh, oh, you know, he showed up last time and, you know, he helped us out with security. Oh, he's got a beer. Oh yeah. I got, I got something for him. You know, that's how it usually works. What happened to me last night at an event, right, where I wasn't on, I, I wasn't booked, but the guy, the promoter definitely knew, the booker definitely knew, like, I was going to be there, and we talked, like, numerous times, so I popped up, at the end of the night, it was like, all of us, we were just kind of sitting there, like, bullshitting and talking, and he, uh, he goes, all of us, and he just, like, stared at me, like, so hard, like, oh, bet, I'll see you, I'll see you, too, <laughs> <laughs> so i was like that that was a nice acknowledgement i was like i appreciate that so yeah you're right though like get on a show you know also and you're right like jump in with a veteran in too and just ask questions pick the brain like that's uh, uh, necessary. yeah that's it man that's them stories the best stories i've gotten have been on the- and that's, that's like kind of like that's why like i started this podcast right because like i was like you know it was a pandemic there was covid like obviously like we're not traveling and stuff and i was like I still want to reach out to people and like do this show and like interview people and ask them for advice. Cause if I can't jump in a car, I mean, at least I can keep six feet. I can talk to people through yeah. Zoom. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And it keeps everything going. It keeps people's, uh, you know, the rehabs, the wrestlers up the band. Right. On that pandemic, it was a, that was a terrible time. Man. But that, that's a good way to keep everyone's head on their shoulders. Still got something to hold on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So this is like one of my favorite questions to ask, right? And like you said, you've been around, you've traveled, you've been through different locker rooms. So I'm going to need one do and one don't of the locker room. Uh, one do of the locker room, go around, introduce yourself and shake yourself. Introduce yourself. 
One, don't. Never say you're going to be there and then don't show up. <laughs> Yo. The commitments need to be concrete. Especially if you've been talking to that booker and he's wrote that show pretty much around around you. Yeah. Don't be that guy. <laughs> don't I, be that guy. I just started okay. like, yeah, I just started getting my books together for uh, 2022 and I was like, um, all right, let me just go into the calendars and just start putting in all the dates that everybody wants me to work. Cause it was like, make sure you space it out to your liking. So, you know, you can make it. Yeah. Cause I was like, yeah, no, this is not going to be good. If I like, just not just, Oh, I forgot I was supposed to be there. Like, Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, we're not booking that guy. <laughs> yep, 2022. We've already yeah. got these things. <laughs> yeah. Start out ugly. Word. So, man, we got to get into the second best segment of the Three Count Podcast. Now, Ancient Ring and that is the Three Count Podcast, 10 Count Questions. But more importantly, if that is second, what is first? It's the Red Dogs Power Rankings that you can find live on our debate show every Sunday that we do it. But like I said, this is the Three Count Podcast, 10 Count Questions. Mr. Tiberius, this is how it works. I'm going to fire off 10 questions at you rapid fast. Whatever's your answer, that's your answer. <laughs> All right. All right. So we're going to put on the imaginary timer for added pressure. Bing! And here we go. Smackdown or Raw? Raw. Favorite movie? Armageddon. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> PlayStation or Xbox? PlayStation. Favorite board game? trouble oh let's go <laughs> sonic or mario sonic favorite drink uh, uh grape juice <laughs> i know where we're going with that one wcw or wwe oh wwe uh i know <laughs> <laughs> favorite podcast uh, it's three count. It's gotta be. It's gotta be like this. <laughs> Nominate one person that you want to see on this show. I wouldn't mind seeing Fortune Matthew. Okay. And then, last but not least, my favorite question to ask every single person who comes on this podcast: favorite curse word. <laughs> it probably has to be shit. <laughs> that's a good one man like yeah that's definitely necessary you know the s word is definitely something that people got to drop so you know i love it because it fits everywhere it does <laughs> <laughs> but well those are all the questions that we have so the only thing i need from you is to let our viewers and our listeners know where they can find you you guys can find me on instagram just at just a big ass dude <laughs> Um, on Twitter, Siberia Sasante, and on Facebook, Siberia Sasante. That's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Whether well, you guys have it, you guys see where you can find him. Obviously, I think at the start of this episode, I don't remember, I think I put the clip of me getting choke slammed. If not, it'll be at the end. You guys will see it regardless of what it is. Um, 
but we got to take this home. It's got to go. Do you know why? Because that is the Three Count Podcast presents now entering the ring. And like I said, I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, the man that leads you up this mountain called wrestling. But like every good Sherpa, you got to have someone who's been there, done that, and can do it more efficiently than you can. So it's never about me. It's about who's entering the ring. And you see him right there, right next to me, the African bulldozer himself, Tiberius Asante. So you guys know what to do. Tune into the next episode and be there, or you just wait for this episode to end. You wait for that outro, and you choose another episode. Peace. What's going on, Three Count Nation? I'm Clifford Red Dog Miller with the catchphrase. But what I really want to do right now, go to twitter.com, right? Go over there, find us at the Three Count underscore pod, give us a follow, give us a like, give us a comment. We want to talk to you guys. Go to IG at the Three Count Pod, give us a like, give us a follow, leave us a comment. We want to interact with you. Go to youtube.com, give us a subscribe, turn the bell on, turn the notifications, leave a comment. We want to talk to you. Go to anger.fm forward slash the 3Count Podcast, and in there, you can leave us a message, and we will talk to you. Basically, what I'm trying to tell you is that we want to talk to you. We want to have fun with you guys, and we love listening to what you guys have to say. Also, one thing I need you to do for me, the 3Count Podcast also has merchandise. Oh! At prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the 3Count Pod. Please go buy our t-shirts. We love you guys, and we hope you love us too, so... Show some support, please.